Welcome to the podcast arm of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Peculiar People's Parish, based in Regina, Canada. Our mandate is pursuing His purpose, pronouncing His power, and proclaiming His praise. You can subscribe to our podcast channel today, so you never miss an episode of our podcasts. Be blessed by this teaching. This morning, and maximize the few minutes that we have left today. And I'd like us to pray. Father, we give you thanks. We appreciate you. We commit this God into your hand once again. This moment that you are about to drop your word in our hearts, we ask that your word will cause us, O Lord God, to become the better us that you want us to be in Jesus' name. We pray that this moment, O Lord God, as it is named the supernatural lifting moment of this church, it will speak in our life in Jesus' name. It will speak in our situation in Jesus' name. It will speak concerning us in Jesus' name. And let that name be made manifest all around us. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. We'll be looking at obedience, the master key to supernatural lifting. Obedience, the master key to supernatural lifting. Last week we heard about carnality and spirituality. How one is better than the other. And also, how you can also walk with God and still be carnal and not benefit from it. And we could see that in the life of men like Gehazi. He was once born again, but he became carnal because of the worldly things that he was chasing after. The same rod that walked in the hand of his master did not walk in his hand when he put that rod on on the baby. And he came back and said, oh, the child wicked not. Why? He was Kana. He wasn't in the same frequency with his master. He was looking at worldly things and earthly things. But I'm here today to remind us that obedience will take you there. Obedience is what you need. Now, I understand we are looking for things that will make us happy, high, achieve all that. But God, our master, said that in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19, he said, if ye are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. That means that in every land you find yourself in, there is good in it. Even in the wilderness, there is what? There is good in it. Just make sure you are walking with God and you obey him. You will enjoy the good of the land. Don't join other people. Don't join the crowd when they are rushing. Say, oh, this is where the solution is. No. Your solution is not in a situation, in a government, in a people, in a place. Your solution is in who? Is in God. Obedience, the master key. We would also look at a life of a man that obeyed God. And 
I'll try to look at other lives as well. But we know this story because of my time. It's so short. Abraham was the man that God called out. God called him out. And he did what? He cooperated with God. Now, not knowing where he was going, what he would find in that land, how it would look like. But he cooperated with God. The question is, are you ready to cooperate with him? Because if you cooperate with him, you are sure that you will get to your destination. The map of your life was not drawn by you. It was designed and fashioned and patterned by God. So he knows the end before you. Only if you will obey. Now see what obedience did in the life of the man Abraham. Take your only child and sacrifice him. That was all. And he behaved foolishly. He didn't tell his wife because if he, he had told Sarah, there would be fight in the house that day. But the Bible says early in the morning he rose up and took this child. The boy was even querying him. Uh, where is the ram now? We have seen everything. He said, don't worry, the Lord will provide. But because he obeyed, he got a blessing. We didn't see Abraham with our eyes. But we are still partaking of the result of his obedience. The fact that he obeyed is what we are enjoying today. Whether you like it or not, you will say, Abraham's blessings are what? Am I? You don't, you, don't, you don't know him, but he sacrificed. The same way obedience will guarantee you your future, that same way disobedience will take you back. And also, your obedience doesn't just affect you only. It goes from one generation to another generation. It spills just like that. So if you will cooperate with God, he will take you to your destination. Now, every time we rationalize the truth, you know, you want to bend it a bit and you're not doing what God wants you, you know, to achieve. You won't get the value. Now, obedience is either you obey or you don't obey. It must be absolute. You don't just obey in one and leave the other. Say, God understand. God doesn't understand. He doesn't understand. Now, some of us are leading ourselves, thinking God is leading us. That's why there is struggle. So, ask yourself, are you walking with the master? Is he the one leading you? Is he the one that is showing you the way to go? Your obedience is the guarantee of your dominion your obedience. If you stay obedient to the instructions that God has given to us, it is the only guarantee to your dominion. You know what happened to Adam? He lost it because of disobedience. He lost it because of disobedience. Just enjoy everything, but this one thing, please don't touch. This one thing, don't touch. But he lost it. Now, I just want to say this has dropped in my heart. If you, as a man, you don't obey your caller, your maker, the God, how do you expect your wife to obey you? 
Now, you might be having that situation in your house that your wife doesn't obey you, but check it. Are you obeying the one that is giving you the instruction? The one that is head over you? Are you obeying him? Adam lost his dominion because of disobedience. He lost it. And in 1 Samuel chapter 15 verse 23, let's read it. 1 Samuel 15 23. It says something. It said, For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. But thou, because thou had rejected the word of the Lord, and he had also rejected thee as what? As king. Now, let's look at when what you do. Once you disobey, you are a rebellion. Once you disobey, you become a rebellion to God. And it means that you have cut off yourself from the source of supply. You won't receive that thing that God is already giving you. You turn your back on him and say, no, I know better. Now, every time God gives you something, the devil always comes with a counterfeit plan. And he will tell you, this is better. Did God say this? No, this is better. Try this. The devil himself knows that if he allows you, you will enjoy it. So don't allow the devil to offer you an alternative solution that will make you lose your dominion, lose the value. Simple word for us that the scripture has already said, and God said that so many times, is I have made everything available for you. I want you to come into dominion, into success, into power. But you must do one thing. Joshua 1.8. He said, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but what? Thou shalt do what? Meditate. So, everything that we want in life, including here in Canada, to succeed, God has given to us. Everything. There is nothing that he has not given to us. The reason why we are not assessing it, why we are not where we ought to be, carnality is there. Disobedience is there. If you are willing, are you willing? Are you willing? If you are willing, Please don't always look at the structures that are all complete. Oh, this is an established organization. I'll make it here. No. God can take you to a place that is not, that is not known and you just blew from there. His plan for us is to give us a future and a hope and a solid expected end. But disobedience is taking us far from him. And remember, Every of God's position is dependent on your obedience. It is dependent on your obedience. In Philippians chapter 2 verse 8, the Bible was talking about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ himself, Jesus Christ himself was humble. He humbled himself. The Bible says he became obedient. Now, that's the kind of deadly obedience that you need. And that is what we call 
the kind of if I perish, I perish. If I perish what? I perish. You give it all. If it's not what God says, forget it. And you hear from him. He will tell you. The Bible says Jesus himself, himself was obedient. Now what is that thing that God has been telling you that you have been saying no, no, no. You are listening to other voices. You listen to this A, B, C, D. No, you don't need. People are not the voices that you listen to. You need the voice of the Lord. And the Bible says the voice of the Lord thundereth. And we know when a thunder strikes, you can't doubt if it was a thunder or not. That's how the voice of God is. That's what we need. When you hear his word, will you obey? Will you keep to his instructions? He said, everything that you need, I have given to you. Only if you obey. Now, we are all seated here, and this is October the 16th. And we've been hearing some words and what has happened in our life. Second Chronicles chapter 26, verse 16. I just want to pen this before I round up, this picture of a man that took his time. You read it from verse 1, please. He took his time and obeyed. And the Bible says, 16 years was Hosea when he began to, to rule. And let's go to 2. Now, he built Elliot. Let's continue. I just want us to pick. Go to 3, please. And let's go to 4. Now, I want us to understand what the Bible is saying. Say, he did that which was right in the sight of God according to all that his father Amaziah did. 5. And this is where I'm going. And he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding of the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, what happened to him? What happened to him? Please, let's talk now. The code is not inside the church. What happened to him? That is just it. As long as he sought the Lord, the words that we have been hearing from January to date, if you sit down with it, lock yourself and say, God, I want to put all these things in practice. Your life will not be the same again. By the time you look at yourself one year after, friends, you won't be found where you are now. Why? Everything that you need to know, to do part-time, he has released to us. Scripture says, as long as he stayed there, he, he sought the Lord. And if you watch, he was inventing a lot of things. He was inventing a lot of stops. His name spread abroad. He wasn't struggling. You only struggle under situation. You cannot struggle over. You know why? Say you are seated far above. But it's only when you obey him and walk with him, that's when you can sit far above principalities and powers. Everything we need. So, I don't know the kind of prayer you are praying now and you are expecting God to do miracle overnight, but you are not obeying him. 
and then you say, God, I've been praying. God is not responsible for that, your prayer. Because your obedience is not complete. Your obedience is not complete. Now, until you obey, you stay in the past. Until what? You obey, you stay in the past. But when you obey, you are moving to the future. Each time you keep obeying him, you are advancing further and further. So you can secure your future with obedience. You can secure your future with obedience. Uzziah did great things. He invented a lot of things. What does that tell me? It means the more I seek him, the more he will reveal things to me. The more he will give me ideas. Ideas don't jump from anywhere. The ideas that turn things around come from God. Now, there are satanic ideas that you see people, they can invent a lot of, you know, wicked things, ungodly things. Those are ideas from the enemy. They are natural ideas, you see. It comes from a natural level. But we are talking about supernatural lifting. The kind of ideas that when people hear it, they will say, this is out of the world. That's the kind of thing God wants to do in your life. It's not just buy, eat, and sleep. No. It's the ideas that he will drop in your mind that you will run with. That generations unborn will keep, you know, singing and say, no, this is a good idea. Only if you obey him. Now, working with him means that you completely sold out to him. Humble yourself. Now, you may think you know some things. But you don't you can't know more than your maker. You know, you might say, Oh, I have gone to this school, I have done this, I have this, I you know, I have I'm experienced in this and that, but you still cannot know more than your maker. Your obedience cannot be substituted for anything else. It is either you obey him or not, and it's when your obedience is complete. That's when your reward is guaranteed. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, from verse 1, it says, If you will diligently hearken, hearken to my voice, and observe to do all that I command you, you see, all these blessings, they will run after you. Not you running after them, but the blessings will run after you. Now, so all these things that we run after is the other way around. They are supposed to come to you. They are supposed to call you and say, hey, we have this. Can you tell us what to do? We are confused. And it's your advice and counsel that will lift the organization up. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So your obedience as well will also guarantee your kingdom investment. It will secure your kingdom investment. Now, all our services, all that we do, if you are doing it with a heart of obedience, you are working from your heart, not to please anybody, not to, you know, make people feel good about you, but doing it to please the master, your reward is guaranteed. 
Your time is not a wasted time. Your effort is not wasted. Why? Because the one who had called you has a reward that he will pay you. And he's the one that will always pay you before anybody. And he pays well. God pays well. His payment is not the type that when they give you, you just pay your bills and you'll be looking for the money. Has it happened to you? And they just pay you on Friday and when you pay bills, you say, where is this money now? No, he pays well. You know why I say he pays well? He adds extra to it. If I would say good measure, what? Press down. Do you understand that? Those days in Nigeria, if you go to buy Gary, they use that uh, thin, um, is it Olodo or what? If you buy the time that they've hit under, you won't get the correct one. But the one that they have not hit in anywhere, when they use that one to measure for you and shake it and press it, that's what he's talking about. Then they will put on top again. That one is better because you get full measure. That's how he pays. He pays well. When you obey him, he will pay you well. When your obedience is complete, he pays you well. He doesn't just pay you, you know, uh, two, two naira or so. I'll give you an, an example. The payment he gave to Job, even the devil was confused. Okay, have you not put the edge around him, even his family, even his business, even himself? So much protection that Job was enjoying that he didn't know. Those are the things that you will enjoy when you obey him. Those are the things you will enjoy because what? You will enjoy this in heaven. No? It is here on earth because in heaven you don't struggle, you don't do anything of such. But he needs you and I to obey because he has the master plan of your life. He knows where you should be. He knows what you should be doing for time. Only your obedience can actually secure that for you. But disobedience will take you far from it. And I talked about the three kinds of obedience. But I just want us to know that every great destiny is built by what? Obedience. If you look at the scripture and see men and women that obeyed God, their stories are stories that we all emulate. And I can't keep talking about them. There are lots of them. Lots of them that just obeyed. Look at Shedak, Meshach, and Abednego. It was so simple. They said, look, we don't care, king. <laughs> we obey our God. We can bow. And with all the threats, their God showed up and paid them well. He paid them well. So, friends, our call to serve is a call that has a greater reward. Why? The reward is not two cents, three cents, or two percent. Our reward is more than hundred percent. It's the type that your obedience secures the future of your children, the unborn children, and the unborn and you know generations and generations that will come after. Why? Because somebody somewhere obeyed God, took time to pray, took time to hear from God. And in conclusion, without obedience, your supernatural lifting is not in view. Without obedience. Only changed people can bring about positive change. There are people that stay and obey. And if you must change them, 
You can't join them and be like them. If you are there, they must know that you are different. And then if you are afraid to be different, then you cannot make any difference. You cannot do what? Make any difference. So you obey him. The supernatural himself comes and lifts you up. If I try to lift somebody here that is healthy now, I will break my backbone. But God can lift every one of us here without feeling anything. Why? He is the supernatural. He is the one himself that can do the imaginable thing that we cannot do for ourselves. And friends, don't put your hope in situation or institution or people around you. Put your trust in God. Why? He is the lifter of our head. Praise the Lord. Let's rise on our feet and ask for grace to obey. Grace to obey. Grace to obey. He said, if you will hearken to the voice of the Lord, your God. There are things he's telling you that he has been telling you since to do. Only if you obey. Jesus Christ in the book of John, the Bible says that he, he must pass through Samaria. He had an urge in his spirit to pass through Samaria. And when he did, a lot of things happened. I'd like us to just ask for grace. Father, grant me the grace to obey you. To obey you in my walk with you. In my assignment with you. The grace to obey you. To obey you every day. To obey your instruction. To obey you when you speak. Grace to obey you. Grace to keep your word. Grace to follow your word. Grace to obey you, O Lord. I ask, Father, grant me the grace. Grant me the grace, O Lord God, to keep following you, to keep running with you in the mighty name of Jesus. That this month, O Lord God, has been declared for us the month of our supernatural lifting. It will become a reality in our life. It will become a reality in our life. In the mighty name of Jesus, it will become a manifestation in our life. Father, we ask, O Lord God, that this day, O Lord, that the grace, O Lord God, to keep obeying you, Lord, that you will release upon us. We don't want to lose our destiny by the fact of disobedience. We want to keep up with you. We want to obey you. We want to keep following you. Father, the grace, O Lord, release unto us in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. And brethren, one more time, we want to pray that prayer again. Say, Father, release that grace of obedience unto me. Release your grace of obedience unto me. Let us pray in the name of Jesus. Father, release your grace, O Lord. Your grace, O Lord. Your grace, O Lord God, to obey you. I ask for a release of your grace. A release of your grace. The empowerment, the ability to stay focused, obeying you at all times, at all costs. Grant me, O Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, brethren, I'd like us to go home and, you know, go through this scripture before we pray and take your time to ask God to lead you because he's leading us through a path. For some of us, we are not sure if we are Christian or not. Today we are hot, tomorrow we are cold. And I don't think some of us, the way some of us are doing, we might not become a witchcraft. A witch is always 
they are in that part. They are consistent. We have to be consistent. That's what I'm just trying to bring out. We have to be consistent with our work with God. Let us pray. Father, we give you thanks. We appreciate you. We thank you for your word, O oh Lord. Scripture say that your word that has gone forth will never return back the same way unto you. We ask, O oh Lord God, that this word, O oh Lord God, will cause a great turnaround in our life in Jesus' name. We ask, O oh Lord God, that our manifestation, O oh Lord God, will be revealed in Jesus' name. And will be lifted up by your grace in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, in those areas that we are struggling to obey you, Father, release your grace upon us in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, O oh Lord God, that by the time, O oh Lord God, we'll look back after obeying you, greatness will be in sight. Greatness will be in view. We will be on top in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. We hope you were blessed by that teaching. For further inquiries, please visit our website, www.rccgppp.org. You can also check us on Facebook and on YouTube at rccgpppsk, on Instagram and Twitter at rccgppp. If you are within the city of Regina, Canada, you can join us in person at 1771 Bond Street, S4N, 1X7 for a refreshing time in God's presence.